The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. One. All right, it's another uh, Saints Happy Hour quick shot uh, where me and Andrew talk a Saints topic for 10 minutes and then the clock cuts us off and we're done. Uh, this week we're talking Saints wide receivers. Um, they don't have cooks anymore, obviously, Andrew. They brought in uh, Ted Ginn from the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So they have Ted Ginn, Sneed, Michael Thomas as the top three. We'll get to the fourth and fifth guys in a moment. We'll have some Camp Hero stuff and uh, Brandon Coleman. But as far as the top three, let's start with Michael Thomas. My question with Michael Thomas, and we touched on this a little bit when we talked about if can the offense be better in 2017. The question with Michael Thomas is, if he's healthy, is he going to get better? And if he gets better... How much better is he going to be? Because if you tell me he's going to be about the same, but he's going to be a little bit better, that's still great. But if you tell me he's going to a level of like Julio, Antonio Brown, uh, Odell Beckham, if you tell me he's going to go there, then I'm telling you the Saints offense is going to destroy people. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what his ceiling is. I think it's hard for him to be Beckham or Brown because he's not slippery enough. Um, I I don't think he's one of those receivers that has that next-level acceleration where if he's in single coverage, he's just embarrassing someone. Um, I think Michael Thomas's gifts, other than just his ridiculous hands, um, is, his, is his ability to run people over. Um, just his ability his ability after the catch, is, especially as a rookie, is incredible. And I think as he gets stronger legs and more power, um, I think he's just going to break more tackles. So uh, that, that's, a, that's a real gift. Um, and then I would say, um, you know, beyond, besides that, I would just say his ability to catch the football in tight quarters. And I okay. think when Drew, when Drew Brees is your quarterback, that's, that's huge. Okay. Not that he's the same. Not not that he's the same player because they're, they're different positions and different types of players at all. But mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham in 2011, 99 catches, 1310 yards, 11 touchdowns. Can Michael Thomas get to that? Because if he gets to that, the Saints' offense is the Saints' 2017 offense will be the Death Star. I guarantee. Like. Can it's he get- tough. I don't think I don't think he's the matchup nightmare that Graham is in the red zone. But yeah. when when you look at his stats, I mean, he had 92 catches. He, I mean, a th- 1,137 yards and nine touchdowns. And I mean, honestly, the Saints. I don't know that they really knew what they had until about week three you know there were a couple yeah, weeks there where you know, he, he caught a handful of balls but he, you know week three you know is really kind of when they're like okay we need to get him but the ball i more will often. say this and this is not just to toot your horn because you're on the podcast and i like you 
Andrew goes to the green. We would go to the Greenbrier and like watch practice. And last year, Andrew called me up in the middle of the summer and was like, "Dude, Michael Thomas is gonna be the best receiver the Saints ever had." Like I watched the practice with him and he's that good. Like you were gushing about him. I mean, fans were gushing about him, you know, before and and during training camp. But like when they saw him in the game after the first preseason, you were like on it. Like during, like you saw one practice with him and you're like, oh my god, he's on. Well, I, I think. Well, I think when there's guys that are that dominant, you you just you know it. You see it yeah. right away. And it's I don't. I mean, I I think any fan that would have been at that practice and seeing what I, it's one thing when a guy makes like one spectacular catch yeah uh, but when a guy's making one-handed catch after one-handed catch and he's consistently embarrassing the guy covering him now in hindsight that should have been a clue into how bad the saints corners were last yeah. year as well <laughs> well that too, uh, that too. that's the, yeah, the, yeah. the double-edged the double-edged sword of training camp practices that's, uh, that's uh, right but but still i mean as a, as a rookie you could see it immediately like yeah. you knew like this guy is is gonna be really special uh, so, and it turned it turned out to be the case so other receivers willie sneed according to pff was killer in the slot um mm-hmm. i think he's fine i think he's kind of an underrated matchup nightmare he's he doesn't have a contract but he's gonna get they're gonna they're gonna give him a contract the contract extension that he's gonna get is pretty much already set Jeremy Curley and other guys got it. It's like three or four years for like thirteen million dollars, thirteen to sixteen yeah. million dollars. Like the parameters are pretty much set. Um, he, he's he's just a great route runner, especially underneath. And so I think when you look at timing, I just don't think Breeze had great timing chemistry with Cooks. Um, Snead is a little bit stronger, so he can get off the press a little better, um, and he. He's just a great route runner, and, and especially is, is underneath. It, is it fair to say that Snead is Breeze's guy, like, when it's third down and six? Oh, absolutely. He trusts him. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's just a guy where he's like, I know if I throw it low, if I throw it high, if I throw it anywhere, like, he, he's he's going to go get it. I, I definitely think he trusts him. And I'm I also, s- I mean, ahead. this is no slight. Yeah, it's no slight to Cooks, but I, I just think with Cooks, they really tried to force – things that he couldn't really do. I, I think Cooks in New England in the slot, if he has a taller quarterback, you know, he can just, from from the throwing angles that Tom Brady has, I just think it's going to be easier to maximize Cooks. I just think he was a little bit miscast in New Orleans. And, and a part of it is just the chemistry with a shorter quarterback and a shorter receiver. Um, Snead is shorter too, but uh, I, he just has a different game, and yeah. I just think it, he remind he reminds me he's like a stronger Lance Moore. Yeah, Brandon Cooks he wasn't really twitchy and good in space, you know. Yeah, like he's small, and that's really and what you, this offense needs. And you think of him that way, but he's not that way. Like he's not the bu- he's not a bubble screen guy. He's not a let's run a reverse. Like he's that's, not that. That's why if Kamara is a hit, I think he's way more valuable to this quarterback in this offense. So Ted Ginn is going to be a Twitter superstar for the saints because he's either catching 70 yard bombs or he's dropping 70 yard bombs. Like every Henderson, he's Meacham. Yeah. I mean, I, it, you know, he's going to be, I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be Ted Ginn. He's, he's going to catch 60 balls. He's going to be make- the only thing I'll say about Ginn that surprised me is the Panthers bloggers have been telling me, you know, everyone thinks he's a deep threat, but 
the reason he's caught 700 yards the last couple of years is he's really developed as a receiver. Yeah. Um, and he's gotten a lot better at the intermediate route. So it'll be interesting to see if the Saints kind of make Ted Ginn like the deep guy only, or if maybe they do utilize some of his other strengths. Uh, we only have about two and a half minutes left. So um, fourth receiver guy. We got Brandon Coleman, who Saints fans, some 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 kind of reason they hate him, but yep. he's underhanded free agent. He's carved out a career. And I don't want Brandon Coleman, if he had to start for six weeks for the Saints, I'd be petrified. But as the fourth guy, he's fine. Like, what do you want out of your fourth receiver? I think two, I'll say two quick things about him. Number one, he's the best blocker of the group. He's the best block receiving blocker uh, they have. And so um, I just, I, I, I think it's going to be tough to beat him. It doesn't out. matter to fans, but it matters to the Saints. Yeah, yeah, the coaches want that. So unless someone comes in and blocks better than him, uh, he's not going to lose his job. So I expect him to come back. And with the size, I mean, he's never done a great job of using his size, um, but he gives an element in the red zone that even if he struggles catching balls and he's inconsistent, you know, there's just going to be games where if he's up against a five ten corner that they want that matchup. Who, who, how many receivers do you think they'll keep on the roster? And does LSU Trayvon Durrell have a shot? I mean, I, I just think Durrell is never the same player after his hamstring injury and he, he needs to lose weight. So, I mean, unless something changes physically with him, I think he has no shot. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but you know, he needs to lose weight, number one, and then prove after losing weight that he can kind of regain the speed he had before that horrific injury. Um, one guy to look at for me is Corey Fuller. He, he's kind of a guy that's been in the NFL and has done it um, for the Lions, and he's a speedster. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, and then, you know, you've got a couple guys coming back, Tommy Lee Lewis, Jake Lampman. Oh, I uh, forgot about Jake- Tommy Lee Lewis. And uh, Jordan Williams-Lampert, uh, those are guys, uh, Williams-Lampert and uh, Lampman are special teams guys too, so that might give him a chance. I think Tommy Lee Lewis might be on the outside looking in because the reason the Saints kind of liked him with special teams, and now that Ginn and Kamara are in the mix, I think that makes the odds for Tommy Lee even less because he can't help as a return. 30 seconds, Andrew. I think you kind of sound like you like the receiver receiving core maybe a little bit better without Cooks. Is that accurate? Only because Kamara's on the roster. Yes. Kamara right. will Kamara and Ginn will kind of mitigate the loss. Interesting. All right, we're out of time. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.